Today on the Hey Kings podcast, I'm joined by Dennis Swinger. Dennis has some thoughts on how to manage an agricultural operation in a challenging time. Dennis comes from central Washington, and he's going to tell some stories about farming after Mount St. Helens blew and some of the reactions that industry had to that and his thought process around farming in six inches of ash and likening that to today with the coronavirus and how agriculture simply has to keep producing. Welcome, Dennis. Well, you know, at some point, everybody gets hungry. And, you know, to kick over the the corona in the room, at some point, we're going to go a couple of weeks and people are going to get tired of looking at each other at the house. We're going to venture out of our hole. I mean, it's pretty easy right now. I've got snow on the ground and the wind is howling and I'm pretty content to be in the house. But you know, here in a couple more days, it's going to be 60 degrees and I'm going to be on track trying to get my my irrigation setup going where I was working before. And because we've got crops that need to get in the ground. You know, what you're not saying here is if a seed supply company comes down with a case of coronavirus, you might not be able to get the seed that you need. Or if a fertilizer company happens to get it, what do you do? There's uh, there's a lot of people that's like, okay, we've still got to get the job done. We're not going to meet and greet and have a good time. But yeah, the the water has to get here. The electricity has to get here. Things are going to have to move along. I mean, it reminds me of, um, and to dip into the ag forestry a little bit, on my ag forestry international trip, we ended up in Nepal. And we were in a conversation, the man that ran their earthquake recovery spoke to our group and he said one of the things that we told our farmers were you guys go home and plant your crops because at some point the world will quit sending us food and we better have it figured out on our own do you think we've done a good enough job communicating to legislators about the importance of getting crops planted right now despite the disruption to everything else no as an industry we have some champions in legislature, by no doubt, we have people that have our back. Uh, you know, I, I consider some of them, if not friends, friendly enough that I can call them by their first name. But by and large, the general public has has no concept of what we do, and that's on us as an industry. We have absolutely dropped the ball on blowing our own horn, or again, to borrow a phrase from Mac Forestry, tell our story. We don't. We're trying, but we're behind the power curve on that. I think uh, we probably need to reach out to some of our state representatives right now. Like You're now, probably now. right. We probably need to raise some attention because we got to get crops on the ground no matter what, yep. and we are right on top of that. There's, there's just no way to shut down potato planting. We can't do that, and that's happening. Well, the weather's shutting it down today, but <laughs> but uh, Monday, yeah. I bet you we're going to have 100 trucks uh, an hour running through Spokane again. Yeah, exactly. As we typically do as an industry, we will find a workaround. We will make things happen. That has been my overriding or my underlying, whatever you want to call it. That has been my lesson in my entire life from watching my father and my grandfather and our neighbors like, okay, well, we brought up Mount St. Helens. All right. You know, happy birthday to me. 
Now what do we do? Oh, school's out. Well, that's awesome. Well, it means you're going to work, son. Okay. <laughs> Back to making it happen. You know, we got up on that Sunday morning, went to church, and the mountain had blown. And so we sat there and watched it. And then uh, Monday morning, all right, what are we going to do with this? We don't know. All right. So we started. We started playing with it, doing things. And finally, you figured out a strategy and you move forward. I see that happening with our industry. I, I have no doubt that'll happen with our industry. Come Monday morning, people will hit the front step with the with the plan. Um, that's one of the things I've learned over the years. My neighbor has got a completely different outlook on life than I do. He's got different inputs, different pressures, different just everything. We may farm next to each other, but he's got a different operation. But I have no doubt that he's got a plan. He just doesn't walk out the door Monday morning and say, well, this is where I'm going. I said, no, everybody here's got a plan. And I will bet you the instant that the governor started talking, we all knew it was coming, and we started moving forward with our plan. What are we going to do? How are we going to make this happen? You know, they're just, I can't believe that in the industry that that is, that is so integral to life and people's income is just sitting there going, well, what do we do? It's not the people that I know. You know, the Senex Harvest States has a plan. The Wilbur Ellis has a plan. Connell Grain Growers, they have a plan. I'll bet, especially by Monday morning, there'll be marching orders and we're going to be moving forward. That's just my impression. I think those are some great thoughts. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you.